Welcome to the We Done It podcast. We are here to educate you, even though we're not really all that educated. We're just a couple of married women. Married to each other. And we're just trying to figure out this whole podcast thing. Because I think a lot of you told us we should. And I mean, if you're anything like Lucy, you're going to listen to this on two times speed. And if you are anything like Kelsey, you don't even know that you can change the speed of a podcast. So whether you are driving or taking your dog for a walk, maybe you're doing your dishes or crushing a workout or you're getting after that to-do list, don't worry, we got you. And we love your stinking guts. Hi. Welcome. Oh, I'm puffed out. Why? I just had a dance party. Okay. What song do you like to have a dance party to? It's called Raising Hell. By I mean, Kesha. You, okay, Kesha, we love Kesha. You love dance parties for lots of songs, but this is your like... It's my podcasting this song. This is your podcast amp up song. Yeah, like I'm not ready to hit record until I have like... Ooh, I'm, yeah. You're really puffed out. Yeah, you take it away, honey. I I think that we should talk about the, the words puffed out. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't think any Canadian has any idea what you're talking about. Out of breath. Yeah, I know. So one time... When we, our first time we ever lived together, <laughs> there was a lot of stairs. stairs in the house. And I, like early on in our relationship too, like it wasn't long enough for me to really know that she wasn't being mean. <laughs> like that I'm so actually like, not an asshole. Yeah. So I get up the stairs and I lay in the bed and I'm like having troubles breathing. And I don't know, maybe she was chasing me. Something happened to where I was like really out of breath. And she was like, I don't even know you said, what are you puffed out? And I was yeah. like, oh, she's calling me fat. And she didn't say anything back. She just took the like thought that I was insulting her. And she's like, oh. Yeah, it was like <laughs> puffed out makes me think of like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Like that's what you think of mm. me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I was like. No, puffed out, like out of breath. Yeah, so not fat, like not puffy. Definitely not puffy. But you could, I would also say like you look puffy if that, like I would use it in that context yeah, as well. Yeah, but puffed out is like kind of a puffed rude out. way to say like. Uh, <laughs> you should walk up those stairs a little more often so that's not so hard yeah i understand what you're saying but no puffed out is like out, out of breath, breath. It's completely like gassed okay so <laughs> you've you've caught your breath you're no longer puffed out i think i'm good i know that that's not an insult it's definitely not an insult awesome sorry um, if i've ever called you puffed out <laughs> yeah if you're listening to this and lucy's ever said that to you uh she's sorry yeah <laughs> so we've we've been mia for a week we missed Oopsies. a we missed a tuesday launch guys and we're new to this whole podcasting thing yeah. we're just trying to have a little bit of fun and we we didn't have enough episodes and damn <laughs> we missed a we missed a week but i think it was a cool learning because i'm super like type a need to color inside the boxes tick off all the things do all the tasks and i was like Babe, we don't have an episode to go out. Like, we don't have anything lined up for Tuesday. And we also had, like, when we started, we had so many episodes. And so we kind of just, like, didn't stress about, you know, recording and things like that. And then all of a sudden I was like, we're out of episodes. Yeah, and, it's and it's like Monday. a Friday and it <laughs> launches on Tuesday. And she was like, what, babe, we need to know when we're going to book the podcasting room. Because I was just like, well, maybe we don't. Yeah. Because I'm very not type A. And I was like, this is not our job. This is for fun. If we happen to miss a week, isn't that okay? Like, yeah. So we hope you still love us. Yeah, don't miss us. I also was very sick. Yeah, that's the actual reason we missed it. Yeah, like, Kelsey I was like super, died. super sick. And then we would book something and I was like, I actually can't go. She had and a cough again. Do you guys remember? It was like episode seven or something. And she's <laughs> she, like, you can hear in the background, she pulls away from the microphone. She's coughing. And so she had a bad cough again, but you actually no, like nearly died. I had died. a bad cough and nearly died. You nearly died. Yeah, I'm it was so, awful. I was so, crying. <laughs> yeah, you cried. I was so sick. I was like, you can't cry. I, was, I need you right now. I was about to take her to the hospital. Well, yeah. I nearly had to go to the hospital a couple of yeah. times. 
Anyways, so, yeah. I'm not sick. We, we love are you. not busy. Uh, turns out, actually, we're not busy. <laughs> <laughs> we're just sitting here. No, we're not busy. Remember this morning at um, um, what's that thing that we do in the mornings on coffee. Friday? Morning coffee. That's it. Remember we were talking about. So what do we do in January? Yeah. And in the beginning, it was like you said we came up nothing. with one thing. You're like, I was sick. <laughs> we did nothing. I was sick, and then because I was doing my journaling, and I was like, January 31st is what I wrote at the top, and. All of a sudden, I was because I'm trying to like work on having more fun in my life, and so I'm like doing a tiny mini reflection just over morning coffee, nothing too intense. And I'm like, "What do we do this what month? What did we do?" And then uh, it turns out we did a lot. We did a lot <laughs> of fun what things. What did we do? We went bouldering. We went cross country skiing. We painted a friend's house. And we're still painting. A we're friend's still painting house. a friend's house. <laughs> uh, we went to lots of breweries. Yes, we had a delicious double cheeseburger. Oh. I had it was so good. I love Citizen that brewery. brewery. Citizen Brewery. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we did a lot of fun activities. We met up with friends. You hosted an event. I was supposed to host an event and I was sick. So <laughs> yeah. you you just ran with it for me. So thank you. Yeah, no, things were good. Like we had a great month. It was really busy, but we crammed a lot in there. We sure did. And we had a lot of fun. Look dog. at us. Did we, at- did we do anything at home? We watched, we finished oh, Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I saw something on the internet. What? I can't tell you. Oh, we don't have our memes lined up or our questions. It's just about realized. Amelia's baby. <laughs> don't for, tell me I'm anything. Not telling, it's just about, a, I saw a picture of a baby. Literally, we had a last episode, I think it was, where it was like, you cannot just you sell just someone. You just asked. People are, watch, are listening to this who probably don't even know that she's pregnant, babe, and you just did it again. <laughs> and they might have forgot, but now you keep repeating it. So they stop. Forgot, they've got their mouth open right now being like, Amelia's baby? Like you just keep telling. Because this is what the effect you have on these people. (laughs) I am sorry for my spoiler alert wife. Again, doesn't know how to keep a damn secret. I think it's just difficult because I just picture myself here having a conversation with you. Oh my God. I don't want to know either. I know. That's why I said I have something to tell you, but I can't. And then you made me. Anyway, clearly that was the highlight of our month that we finished Grey's Anatomy. Also, where did we watch it? What's it called? So So we had, no, don't tell everybody. Oh, why? We had to go on this pirated thing that nobody knows about and watch some of the latest episodes that aren't on Netflix. Don't we want to tell people? I don't think so. Why? It's called Soap Today. <laughs> soap with a two now day. You know. And you can watch pretty much freaking anything. I the like- Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is on there. I was oh. watching and like Leave it to Beaver and... You've been watching? No, 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 no. But I was oh. like looking at like what I... You can pick like a... Um, oh. A genre? Oh, like a timeline type thing. And mm. I was like from the 90s. And there's cool. so many shows on there that I was like. <laughs> what is like your favorite show from um, the 90s? Remember the show? I don't know if you watched it. Eight Reasons to Date My Teenage Daughter. Excuse or something me? like that. No. Eight, I don't know if that's what it was called. I want to Google it. But something to do with that. And Reality TV? No, like teenage teenage i don't know like i was to date my teenage daughter not to date my teenage daughter (laughs) i don't that would maybe be worse i don't know (laughs) i can't even picture this i I was looking for the lizzie mcguire show we had way different shows in australia yeah i was watching neighbors neighbors anybody watch neighbors you could probably find it on soap today oh yeah soap <gasps> today so if you, if you can't find anything on netflix or on disney plus or on the any other millions of subscriptions that you have just mm-hmm. go on soap today it's free and now everybody's going to go do that and they're going to charge us 9.99 a month That's thank fine, you so because much i have nine dollars <laughs> and i help some people out yes okay so what was the other reason that we felt like maybe podcasting just had to go on the back burner for a tiny bit oh this was me feeling this way darling i just feel like i'm not good enough What's Ooh. that called? 
Um, is that what people would call like imposter syndrome? I hate I, that word. I know, I but I two words. I know. Okay, but I hear it, and is that kind of the same thing? Kind, I think so, but I think imposter syndrome would be more so like if you're always stepping into that light and never really admitting that you have some like flaws and and faults and things like that, and you're always feeling that way. But I don't think that you have that because I think you do a better job of just like honoring how you're feeling and being like well i'm just not gonna do it <laughs> yeah so it started at christmas i'm sorry everyone vlogmas got her down vlogmas really got me down <laughs> oh is it vlogmas like yeah. christmas oh my. oh my god i thought it was vlogmas <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i never heard you say it out loud i didn't know it was vlogmas vlog is like a video blog yes. for christmas vlogmas yeah, never put that together. Okay, so um, <laughs> I got, <laughs> I felt really. See, we could be doing them. Who cares? <laughs> Nobody cares. Okay, so back to my point is in December, everyone that I was following online was no longer being themselves and their regular selves of what I see. And I'm very like used to it. And I'm like, oh, these people are my friends, blah, blah, blah. They and then, all like, had Hudson Bay matching onesies and they were doing videos. Vlogmas <laughs> all the time. I'm like, I don't even really know how to videotape and I don't look good in videos. And now you have one every day for the 900 days of Vlogmas. And I was just like, I can't compete with the internet. I can't compete with social media. I am not good enough. I don't have any value to add. I'm not funny. I don't know how to make a video. Even if I knew how to take a video, I don't know how to edit a video. So you know what? I, I give up. This is stupid. <laughs> Yeah. And then that carried over to, oh gosh, well then why would anyone want to listen to my stupid podcast? Because you're running out of content. You don't actually have anything more valuable to say. You've told people about yourselves. Now what? You want to just sit here and chat and expect that people are going to listen to you? So I just so, went on this like whole... If you are listening right now, go to our Instagram, send us some messages, show us some love, share us. Because I'm sitting over here being like, damn girl, you have so much to offer to the people. And even if one person is listening and they get something from our episodes, like, and we know that's not the case because people have told us otherwise, yes. but like you guys, these are real feelings and I need your help because I will podcast till I am blue in the face and just like have a beautiful conversation here with my amazing wife. But poor Kelsey is struggling a little bit with comparing herself to these vlogmas. You want to know the sad part <laughs> about it? Is I don't have, and this is kind of what I've been thinking about, is I don't have jealousy in any area of my life. No, you don't. Like, I'm not jealous of you. You could be, like, out dancing with your girlfriends, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't be like, oh, she's no. dancing with another girl. Never. Or you could come home at two in the morning, and I wouldn't even wonder. Yeah. So many things. I don't care. I'm not jealous. Not at all. It mm -hmm. is a downfall for me sometimes because people are like, you should care more. And yeah. I'm like, I just don't. Yeah. But something about the last month and a half with social media mm -hmm. and this whole like podcasting slash having an Instagram and doing all this, I was just like, I, I'm not jealous. I don't want to be these people, but I was like, I just think that you're better than me. So yeah. I'm just going to not try. Can I, can I say something that I think maybe played a part in it? Sure. I think that you were really like finding a rhythm and finding a groove and like, you know, you were making these awesome connections and some companies were sort of getting involved with some stuff that they were talking to you about. And like, then you had this avenue that's a podcast and like you kind of stepped into this world of what you see some of them doing for the past few years, right? And like, you've been working on an Instagram account and podcast is very new. And like, it's almost like you dipped your toe in that water a little bit. And then all of a sudden it was like, wait, I'm kind of like on the same 
page as these people yeah. and so then that comparison comes in but when you're not really doing that yeah, when stuff, you're just like a bystander and you're watching it's like oh yeah those yeah. people are fun but then all of a sudden you're in the game and you're talking to them all the time and you're this and i'm like oh my god i'm yeah. stressed and you see their private jets that they're going on and their amazing vacations that are sponsored they don't, and you're none like, of, nobody has a private jet i'm <laughs> not but it's easy to play that comparison but yeah i think i find uh, i'm jealous of like the real people the people who are doing instagram well that's what I'm jealous of. Mm-hmm. It's like the people who I'm like, oh, you know what? Like maybe you're 10 years older than me and I actually want your life. But what makes you think you don't do it well? Um, I don't know that I don't think that I do it well. I just think that that's the first time in my life that I've ever gone into comparison mode and started saying you have, or, or maybe it's like they have something that I want. I also deleted and unfollowed so many people online and was like, I'm going to change my feed. Um, I'm going to take people's advice and follow people that I wouldn't normally follow. And I'm going to start like incorporating my interests into my Instagram and those sorts of things to see like, I, I just want to be fueled by the right things. And I really love interior design. Mm-hmm. I really love all of these things. I love beautiful plants. I love the idea of putting a home together. So I started just following a lot of these like bloggers who evidently now have an Instagram because they've been blogging for 10 years and they have the most beautiful home and they have the time to renovate the stupid things that they want <laughs> and they don't like the bench the color that it is so they paint it and it's just like in my mind that's all I want to do with my time yeah so then it goes to this whole jealousy part about like I don't, I don't even really know because it's just like I just wish that I was them I don't want them to not be them it's just I see aspects of people's life in the real time of people who I think do it really well. And I'm like, wow, I actually am, I, I want what you have. Not mm-hmm. that I don't want what I have and not that I want you to suffer. It's just like, wouldn't it be cool if I could have that too? So it's like, I started filling all of my news feeds with stuff that actually inspires me. And then all of a sudden it was like, I'm so inspired, but here I am just stagnant kind of still doing nothing, but I'm like full of inspiration, but don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. And I think like people are going to relate to that big time because I think like, and I say it to you all the time, you have so much potential and creative, like creativeness and like all of these skills that sometimes when you don't just have like one thing that you're really good at, it's like, well, what do I even like, where do I even start? Or what so do I talk about? my problem is I'm too good at too many things. I think you're really good at a lot of different things that don't necessarily even have anything to do, to with, do each, with each yeah. other. So it's hard to, that's what I find too is like, yeah, you're right. A lot of them are very different, yeah. but I'm very good at a lot of totally. things. And it's like how... Like, do you know what I mean? It's like be entrepreneurial and come up with something and do your own thing. And it's like, I know, but I'm good at 900 things yeah. and none of them are together. Totally. And I think you just need to, like, I think one of the biggest things is that we try and maybe like compare ourselves to people turning things into, you know, whether it's businesses or whatever that looks like. But it's like, actually, when you strip it all away and just have fun with it and talk about whatever the heck you want, like you'll find what feels a little bit better but i think you're just like in that process right now and that's kind of cool that we're you know taking people through that and i think like drawing the curtains back a little bit into like what's going on because i know that you have so many awesome connections even just on instagram but people don't see that stuff and so like be different and talk about it more Mm -hmm. and, and you're so good at storytelling and that's like the foundation i see is like your way to tell all of these things that are happening and it's like if one day your storytelling is about cleaning a house and one day your storytelling is about you know taking care of children and one day your storytelling is about I made travel yesterday i should right? tell people about my like, muffins you got such the storytelling thing that i think you just need to keep telling it and you'll find out what you want to like talk about 
Yeah, maybe a broader spectrum is okay. Yeah, um, I think it is. In this day, like, why would you just want like, to talk about one thing? Why specialize in one thing? Just here's me. I don't yeah. have a specialty. I just like talking about 900 different things. Yeah. I feel so, like those are the people you follow, too, if you think about it. You yeah. like the ones that have, a, like, a little bit of diversity well, going uh, on. Just, like, very yeah. random and no sort of, like... <laughs> I'm always listening to Kelsey's stories. I'm like, who is that? Like, who is that? The Pyrex, whatever. What? Who is she? <laughs> Thrifted queen. I love her. But her thing is Pyrex bowls, right? Well, thrifting. Okay. <laughs> Which is a good segue to what we're going to talk about today. But yeah, she's just a thrifter. And yeah. yes, then she loves her Pyrex and like rainbow colored things and right? collects but she also thrifted like, Pyrex. So why do you, you know, think about her? Like, why do you think that I don't know, you because need- then I think about her and I'm jealous of her too, because I'm like, I don't have a fucking Pyrex collection. I don't have a collection of anything. So that's not a good avenue to go down. Like this is, and I don't know why that happens. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, that is genius. <laughs> but she's already done it and I don't have any pyrex. I mean, I have a couple, but like, come on. <laughs> Thrifted queen, we're coming for you. <laughs> we're no, gonna, we're not. We're gonna, I'm going to get home and put a few of our bowls on like this nice shelf and take a photo of you in front of them. And we'll be like, Thrifted queen. <laughs> well, the other problem is the lighting is awful. We can't do it till tomorrow at the right time. Yeah. Does anybody else struggle with that? You want to like do something awesome and then all of a sudden you miss your window of either like creative genius or energy levels or, or the damn sun. The damn sun shining through that window just when it hits you good, like it's gone. <laughs> yeah, or not even hits me, but like the living room. Like if I wanted, because like my thing is too, is like home decor. If I wanted to yeah. take a picture of my living room because I love it a lot. Yeah. Uh, what time of day do I do that? What do people do? Do you have lights? Probably like 11. Yeah, people have lights. So Joelle, our, one of our really good friends, she sent me on Facebook Marketplace the other day. Yeah. These two, like, I don't know, like a photographer would have like two lights. Yeah. So you can like have- the art- halo lights? Not halo, but they were just oh, like- Oh, the big like umbrella looking things. Yeah, kind of. And it was like for indoor photography because lighting yeah. is so shit. And I, she was like, and they were on for like $50 and I wanted them so bad, but I was like, well, we're moving. So I don't need to just carve around <laughs> these lights. But if I loved them, maybe I would buy some right. in Australia and that would be a thing. Like yeah. it's something to look into. Let's just get some big ass lights. Yeah, but it's like, oh gosh, there's just so many, yeah. so many things. So, but then I just have one more thought on this before we move into thrifting is because okay. I think I don't know when the last time I showered was, so I don't know if I was thinking about this in the shower or... <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. I was like, what I was is she about say, to say? I was in the shower yesterday, but I was like, ah, oh, no. You know I would have called you out. Yeah, I didn't shower yesterday. <laughs> Pretty sure also before we came here, I was like, honey, I'm just going to have a shower and get ready because we're going out for dinner after this. And then you were like, yeah, me too. And then I see her and she's just blow drying her fringe and I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to say anything, but now I can call you out. <laughs> you know what? I'm fine with my fringe, okay? Yes. Uh, the what other did you thing think about is, not in the shower? I don't want you to judge me, though. So oh. this is something I haven't told you either. But I think the whole aspect of, like, not having anything good to say is, like... Oh, sorry. Um, like, we just got married. And for the longest time leading up to our wedding was what we talked about. Mm-hmm. And everyone talked to us about it. Yeah. And the planning and the this and the what are you excited about? And blah, 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 blah. Everything was like to do with the wedding. So yeah. I had a lot to talk about of like how to find a vendor, how to do this, how to do this, how not to do this, how to everything. Yeah. And what am I feeling and what am I not feeling? Yeah. There was something very tangible that people wanted to know at all times. Yes. For a very long period of time. And then we got married and pr- probably two months after that, that's all people wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it was fun and it was fresh in my mind. And then You're Christmas comes and then you talk about Christmas and then all of a sudden it's like January and it's like, what the, f-? like I got nothing. Yeah. And but not that I'm not happy to be married to you. That's not the thing. It's that 
I don't have something. I, mm. And I mean, we are moving to Australia. So yes, I have something exciting to talk about. Yeah. But in the moving to Australia, I don't have anything to talk about. Yeah. Really. I'm like, we're moving to Australia. That's pretty much it. Like we have an apartment and yes, that's that. Yeah. But there's nothing but like, like yeah, overly exciting that, you know what I mean? But then everyone I watch is like, oh, I'm going on this trip or I'm yeah. doing this or I'm planning on adopting and I'm going to have this and I got a puppy and I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm just sitting here waiting for my but life. Also, part of me feels like it's like, okay, well, what are your, like, it, it is weird. I will say too, I agree with you. Like after the wedding, especially yeah, like, that first month, I was like, what do we, what do, we do, do with our time now? Because it was like so weird. But I think sometimes I watch some of that stuff going on and I just do have to wonder, like, are you like, all of these material things. And I know we've like done a really good job at getting rid of a lot of stuff because we're like, we just want to have experiences, but I do watch some of those people with a bit of a like, okay, like what are you without all of that stuff though? Yeah. But I don't mean stuff. I mean, just like exciting things. Yeah, I guess. Like I don't have anything on the horizon. That's like, if someone asked me like, how are you? Like, what are you excited about? I'm like, oh, like I'm good. Yeah. I'm pretty good. I went to work. Or like, how was your week? It's like, oh, I went to work. Yeah. Like, like I'm not, I don't have a whole lot going on yeah. outside of working and trying to save as much money because I can't work then in Australia for a year. So I need to make as much money as I can <laughs> before I leave. Um, but do you think that's a bad thing? That I don't think it's a bad thing. No, but yeah. I do think that mentally and conversationally, it's hard for me because yeah. for so long you had this, there like, has been this thing up on this pedestal yeah Yeah. right and now all of a sudden that's gone and i don't know if post-wedding blues is like i don't think i have the (laughs) post-wedding blues where i'm all like sad and stuff but it definitely changes everything totally it's like okay it's now like, okay, that's well, why yeah. people pop out babies. <laughs> yeah, it's like what okay. do you do? Like people start asking or they me buy that a shit. house. It's like so many people I know they get married and they buy a house, and I'm like, really? Yeah, that's probably not the smartest thing you've ever done. <laughs> also, but what, was I mean, I, what was that cute little snort? <laughs> what does a pig say? <laughs> I'm practicing animal noises with girls. It's fun. Oh, that was cute. They but say yeah. oink, but I'm like, no. But what does it? What does it actually sound like? Oh. Oink is what it says in the books, though. I know, but it's so much more real. Oh, that makes my nose tickle with you doing that noise all the time. <laughs> anyway, I love you to pieces. Guys, ask Kelsey about the wedding or something. No, like, not the wedding, something else. Or <laughs> if you're excited. God, moving across the other side of the world is not exciting to you? Come well, on. Well, do you want to see how I pack my suitcase so I can pack twice as much stuff as Lucy? Do you want to see That's how I pack actually- a box? <laughs> That's funny. Does anyone want to know how I pack a box? Because we're packing some of our stuff right now. It's just hilarious. I put this up in a box. I come back in and I had like three boxes with all the stuff. Kelsey's got one box that's half the size with all of the things in it. And I'm like, okay, you win. (laughs) It's like packing your suitcase too. I'm like, hopefully that's not how you plan on doing that. Because we can take more stuff if you try harder. (laughs) Yeah. I'm on other duties. Judy. Judge Judy. Judge Judy would like to know all about thrifting today, honey. What are we talking about? We are talking about thrifting and gosh, the impact that it has probably had in our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up thrifting. So I'm from a small town. For any of you people who are listening from Nanton, hi, I haven't talked to you in years. (laughs) It's super weird that you're listening to me, but I'm really happy. (laughs) Haven't seen you in a while, but... Gosh, she's beating down our (laughs) listeners. No, it's good. But the amount of messages, and you have it too, actually, that we get from like our high school friends that are like, oh, I've been listening to your podcast. It's so amazing. And like, I'm really happy you're listening to it. But also, (laughs) it's just funny how the world works. Because like some of these people I honestly have not talked to or seen in years, Mm -hmm. but they're listening to my podcast. And it's like some of the most emotional, raw, real parts of us. And it's like, when I listen to it, I feel like I'm hanging out with us. Yeah. 
So for maybe these high school friends, out. yeah, maybe I'm uh, the call me. I'll hang out with you in real life too. <laughs> I've got a lot of time. Nanton represent. <laughs> so, I love Nanton. I know, except for it smells like cow manure oh outside God. right now. What is that? And I think that it's. She says it's a wind. I'm like, what does that mean? No, babe? the wind doesn't smell, but the wind brought in a smell from the farms. From Nanton. <laughs> it smells like Nanton outside, and we're like an hour and a half away from Nanton. <laughs> I got a cough. It Hold on. It smells like straight up manure. Like It kind of smells like a feedlot in Calgary right now. Oh. And it's fine, because I'm used to it. I don't actually even mind it. She told me it was my nose, and then it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. That's because you told me it was my hometown. <laughs> okay, okay, thrifting. Thrifting, thrifting, What thrifting. is thrifting even? Like, I didn't know what thrifting was before I met you. And just don't buy things that are new. Buy things that are used. Yeah, from where? Uh, well, I mean, now there's a whole realm of places you can buy them, but yeah. I mean, um, like a thrift shop, okay. Salvation Army, Value yeah. Village. Okay. Um, we had something in Nanton called the Dressing Up Store. I love that. It's still called that. It's still called the Dressing Up Store. And I don't know if I'm dressing up or buying school clothes, but... <laughs> it sounds like you go there to buy Halloween costumes. Yeah, but you don't. You go buy that. Well, you mean you can. You can buy that too. But... Yeah, it's just buying used instead of new. Yes. Um, which is a concept that I am overly familiar with. Like I said, in Nanton, as a child, um, it's, I don't know, a population of like 2,000 people, and it's like an hour away from the city. So back in the 90s and the 2000s. <laughs> back in the 90s, kids. Yeah, in the 2000s, it was like my mom only maybe drove to Calgary once a month. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if we wanted something or needed something, it was like, what are your options in town? And we didn't have any other than the dressing, the dressing up, up store. store. And I remember thinking, like, if my mom would let me, like, go do whatever, or if I had, like, $10 or something, it was, like, my favorite thing to do was to go to the dressing up store and, like, go through all the hangers. And I would go through, like, the little boys' clothes to see if anybody had hid something in there and, like, the little girls' clothes. And then I would try on all these shoes, and I was, like, probably... Yeah, like a child and I'm trying on like women's high heels and I'm like oh, I'm just so happy here yeah. but they had like books and CDs and you know like sporting equipment and costumes and it was like that was the one place that you could possibly go for mm-hmm. those things and I just remember that would be how I spent my spare time yeah just Kinda like just wishing it. and wondering if I could possibly go there and buy a new shirt yeah. right in like, a small town though it actually makes a lot of sense like if you think about it all these like you know, you have a kid, for example, and then all the clothes that you got from the dressing up store, and they just go back. Like, they just go back, and they're like helping all of the. Like that's so cool, actually. Yeah. Which when you think now of it that way. I'm learning a lot about thrifting and just, you know, about like the fast fashion and how yeah. you know like big department stores and this and oh you know i don't want to get too into details because i don't have a whole lot of opinions on things and i don't want to like bash companies and say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, but big, big, big stores that are producing mass amounts of clothing for very cheap prices mm-hmm. is causing people to buy mass amounts of clothing for very cheap prices. Yeah. And then they just throw them out and, we're and they're going the to world. the landfill and they're doing all these things. And it's not all that smart. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. It's bad for the environment. Half the clothes that you're buying are actually kind of crap anyway. Yeah. So you need more. So you need more, more and you more and you buy. And now you're running out of money and, and you got a closet full of stuff. And, and it's like, oh, for God's yeah. sake. All the stuff adds into like what we're doing to this world. But yes. So yeah, we, we don't won't go down that we road. don't contribute to that at all. Actually, I don't remember the last time other than buying you a brand new pair of Nike's for Christmas. I have not been into mm-hmm. a retail store that is not consignment. No. Um, Every single thing that I'm wearing right now years. is consigned, except my undies. Yeah, we do. Actually, that's true. We buy undies. Yeah, because don't consign your undies. <laughs> It's just weird. It's not recommended. Can you even do that? Um, at Valley Village, yeah, you can buy like. Oh, that is the last place I would buy consigned underwear. One time before my mom let me wear a training bra. Well, okay, bra is different than 
Undies. Okay, yes. yes. But my mom didn't know I wanted to wear a training bra, and I blamed it on my sister and said it was hers. But I for sure bought one at the dressing What's up store. What's a training bra? I know, but you don't. What's a training bra? Oh, it's like when you you don't really need. It's like Lily, or my niece. Like a she, sports she bra. She doesn't have boobs that she needs to like hold up, but it's like a little like cotton, and okay. it just kind of like covers it. So you a can, training bra. Yeah, to train your your self. boobies. Yeah, I was picturing like training wheels, like there's something coming off the side of your training bra. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> to hold you up. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like your first bra. Okay, gotcha. Right, and I Aww. I hadn't asked if I could have a bra. My mom obviously didn't have that conversation with me, so I went to the dressing up store and I bought myself my first bra. And I went. The home. person working at Nanton probably told your mom she just bought a training bra. I know. My bra. mom comes into my room. She's like, "What's that?" I was like, "It's my sister's." <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So um, yeah. yeah, don't so consign your, your undies. <laughs> it's not. It's not good. Um, <laughs> I just got notified that I should take my hands away from the microphone. I feel like you're muffling and it's going like this. Okay, so thrifting. Yes, I have always done it. Um, even moving out of town, I honestly loved going to Value Village. It's like my favorite thing to if do. If Kelsey has like half an hour to spare, she's going to a thrift store. I'm going to a thrift store. Um, I've kind of upped my game and there's nothing against Valley Village and I will forever still love it and I will go there because you can send me into Valley Village and, and never see her again. No, that's not true. <laughs> I can find you quality, quality things yeah. at a very quick pace. I can like walk through an aisle and an aisle and just like look, I think you look, could look, look at, at all front. the t-shirts and just based on fabric and color and how it's hanging on a hanger, I'm like, that's a $90 t-shirt. I'm going to try that on. Yeah, she could do it from the front store. Like, I feel like you could stand at the front door and with your eyes, you could be like that one. Yeah. Three rows deep, fourth, fourth hanger in and be like, oh, when we get home and mm-hmm. Google that top or the brand, it's like, yeah, $150. Yeah, it's like our favorite thing to do after we go to Valley Villages. I'm like, I'll Google this brand of shoes and find this style. I yeah. promise you they're going to be at least $90. And she'll like Google it and it's like $174 yeah. for like, this pair of hell? ladies loafers. And they're still for sale at Nordstrom or something. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so sometimes actually, yeah, I go into thrifting. We can get into this later. But the way that I thrift is I don't go needing something. Value Village can be very overwhelming. I go to Value Village when I am bored and I'm not in the looks, like I'm not looking for anything. And then that's when you find things. Mm-hmm. So that is my advice. If you hate Value Village because it's overwhelming, don't go on a mission. Don't be like, oh, you need I, need, I need a dress for tonight. That's not going to work. Don't say, I need to find six work shirts. That's not going to happen. Just go on it a run. It might. It's just going to be stressful because there are so many options and it's going to be hard. Yes. Whereas if you go just knowing like, oh, this is kind of a look that I'm going for. These are kind of things that I would like to add into my closet in the next you know, month or two for the season. It's like, that might help you. Um, cause yeah, thrifting is very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, darling, what do you think about thrifting? Because <laughs> I think we have very, very different. We have very different thrifting. Did views. you thrift as a child? No, never. Huh? Um, so yeah, I didn't even know what thrifting was until I met you. I don't think I, I knew that like those stores existed. Honestly, sometimes I thought that you had to like make a certain amount of money to like or be like low income to shop at some of them so i just was like so uneducated i had no idea and i didn't know that there were like different types like i didn't know there was like boutique thrift and like this thrifted and no nothing i still don't really know a ton um but yeah i never thrifted as a child so i didn't know that and maybe i had like hand-me-downs and things like that but it was just like not part of 
like yeah you didn't like start buying your own clothes and being like mm, i'm gonna go thrift you're like i'm going not. to the mall i still don't go and buy my own clothes and well thrift. that's different it's an, you you come with me yeah so yeah i've uh i've learned a lot i've learned that you can like sometimes when i'm like even thinking about something i'll like catch myself either like looking for it like online or something and then i'm like what am i doing like just go to the store i'm not store. actually gonna buy that at the yeah store. yeah so i don't know what i'm doing um but yeah i still am not like a great thrifter i can't pick out things that i'm like oh that could, i mean i'm getting a little bit better but i definitely can't like go in there and i don't even enjoy it i don't really like shopping at all so majority of the time i go there and i just sit down and just like picture the typical like on a movie when you see the man like sitting on the couch waiting for the wife in the change room trying on her like, nine million things that's literally me i'm like sitting on this comfy couch just like okay like and just it's fun and whatever it's I, I like going but it's just like not my thing to go through all these racks and these shelves and be like this could look good and i don't know yeah and i think that maybe comes from not knowing how to put pieces together too mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not faulting you for that but it's like if you don't know what could possibly look good together oh, yeah, or no what your style is or how pants fit you or those certain things it's like how the hell are you supposed to pick things out of this whole rack of mixed, I find it, mismatched yeah. goods? I find it like, a little overwhelming too. Like if it's when it's just like all there, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like I, I don't really know. Like I find with a store, what helps me is I can kind of, you can see with the racks where it's like, you know, that one's really girly area. And this one is kind of like yeah, more of like and, the basics. And this is over here is like all of the t-shirts or something. Like I can kind of like do that. But when it's like, and they do sort it to a degree, but it's like, there's no style sorting. It's just like by all, color. And yeah, and I'm just like, oh boy, I got to go through all this. Yeah, like all of that. <laughs> yeah, and you're you're right. Going to the mall and walking into any of those stores, it's like each hanger has like the thing on the front, and yeah. then there's like ten of them behind it of the yeah. same thing. So you're like, okay, I can look at all of my different options just by scanning the room yeah. and knowing that okay, this maybe isn't my store, or it is my store for that item over there, and I'm gonna go over there. Yeah. Whereas thrifting, you walk in and you're like, where the hell do I even start? Yeah, everything is sort of like jammed together, and you got to get in there, and I'm knocking stuff off over everywhere, and then I don't know what's what, and something's got a red sticker on it and a green circle, and this means that, and I'm just like, oh dear, like what's going on? It is a lot. It- it is totally a lot and that's i think why i love it it's a game for me um i like to walk into the chaos and be like how do you make something amazing out yeah. of this chaos i also have zero idea like i'm a t-shirt and jean kind of girl so like i don't really know that like that top could be tucked in here and bunched up there that would go really well with these jeans that are a little bit shorter there and ripped on the side there and this pair of shoes would also go really well with them like that yeah just, you're like oh i just like the pants i'm like well what are you going yeah, to like wear with just, those pants yeah. like have you thought about that and, and it's like, like no. oh no and i'm like you don't have any tops that would go with those pants <laughs> and what if you wore those shoes with that that's not yeah. good so i just am like not good at that whole thing okay well <sighs> I mean, there's got to be something in the relationship that I'm better at. So (laughs) winning. Yeah. Kelsey actually gets like, not like hired out, but like people. Yeah. My friends actually don't pay me on a Saturday. (laughs) I could be hired out. I I can charge. I need to go shopping. And like, she just goes there with them and starts bringing them all these clothes and outfits to put it all together. Yeah. It doesn't (laughs) matter who you are, what size you are, what style it is. If you want to go shopping and you want to do some, I won't take you to the mall. Heaven forbid you ask me to go to the mall. I'm not interested, but 
if you ask me to go thrifting with you and help you find, you know, like six outfits that you can use multiple yeah. ways and wear on You're your everyday so life, I could have you in and out of there in no time, saving a ton of money. You'll probably get $400 worth of clothes for the, uh, maybe $90 yeah. and you're going to friggin' love it. And you're so good at that. And I really enjoy doing that too. Yeah. It's not something where I'm like, oh God, so-and-so needs a shirt. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, I get to go to the store. So-and-so needs a shirt. Like it's okay. my favorite thing to do. But also what has been the recent, um, I guess that has like made me a little bit more into thrifting discovery. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. So um, in Calgary, we shop at the clothing bar. Yeah, like so only. It's like a boutique <laughs> consignment store. Um, in Marteloup. It's awesome. In Marteloup. It's in this like little old house. I love it. I used to have the biggest crush on the owner. Hi, Katie. <laughs> I didn't actually have a legitimate crush on yes, you. you did. I didn't want to date her. I just had a crush on her, like fangirled. Like, I feel I like you kind of wanted to date her. Well, she didn't want to date me, so I you stopped wanting to date her. You found out she had a boyfriend? <laughs> and you, like, didn't and go there for a week. Yeah, I was like, oh, she doesn't like me. <laughs> no. <laughs> we joke about it, but that's not really how it went. <laughs> it's kind of how it went. Yeah, it's kind of how it went. And also, it was, like, the first outside crush I was allowed to have. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? You can have outside crushes? Well, yeah, well, it, it was, was the first early one that, on you admitted. that I admitted. I was like, I have a crush on someone. Yeah, I was like, I know. You're in love with the store and her. Like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I just, I think because I want to be her. Yeah. And I think we have so much in common that I'm just like, ooh, <laughs> I could be you and I have a crush on you. Remember that time you're like, I have zero hours of my time to give, but can I apply for a job? And like, can I work for you? <laughs> I just want to. Pretty much begged her to give you a job. You're like, I don't know. And got, she was oh. like, no, the hours you're available, I am not open. You're I like, like, I've oh. got a one hour window at 9 p.m. <laughs> can I work here? Can I? Can you please hire me for something? <laughs> she like, didn't no. hire me. She did not hire me. But we're still friends, and it's totally She's fine. Awesome. She's awesome. Anyways, so she owns this store called the Clothing Bar, and what were, where are we going? Well, oh my gosh! So for the discovery. So I'm always just going in there, sitting on the big spending money, couch, spending, spending money. Because Kelsey throws money. me like 10 pairs of this and I'm like, oh, I actually really love these. And then I'm like, what did I wear before? Like, this is all I have. And so we have all these clothes and they always ask you at the checkout, do you have an account with us? And I'm like, what is this account business? Like, no, I don't want to sign up for your reward program. I do not want a card in the mail. And I come please, here once a week and don't anyway, send don't, me an don't email. Don't email me. I'm going to be here now tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh my goodness, the consigning beast got unleashed I'm so i feel sorry. like this is like soap today where I, like I, I feel like i have to apologize i knew this oh i had no idea okay i did know this you can consign which means you bring in your old clothes that are in great quality don't bring your dirty crap yeah don't bring your dirty they undies. hate when you bring dirty crap and when you just don't wash it before you bring it so don't yeah, do make that sure you wash it bring stuff that you would buy seriously and so you bring bags and bags of clothes and then they start and an account what? they take those clothes you guys they unpack them and they put them on their damn shelf. And then they sell them and you get, depending on the clothing store, you know, lots of different consignment stores do anything, but you could probably get 40, 50, 60, 70% yeah. of your money back. It and then it goes insane. on an account. And you and can take the money. You don't even need to spend it on clothes. It's not like a store credit. You can literally say, I want my money and they give you cash. Yeah. I've, what? I've helped so many people again. So <laughs> I love thrifting and I love budgeting. I've done that with lots of people, but I have told people, if you do not have any money and you do not have time, for another job what was why that? don't you just i don't know she got emotional <laughs> she had to breathe because she was like getting so I was like, what am i talking about <laughs> if you don't have any money 
I'm sad for you. <laughs> and if you don't have any time, I'm really sad for you, but you probably have a closet full of clothes that you, you can make hundreds could of dollars. You become an Uber driver and consign your clothes and be rolling in the dark. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I didn't want to know the amount of money that we had on the account and we haven't had, so we actually have been shopping there for years and they always ask us, do you have an account with us? And I say, no, but I should. No, but I should. And, and now I they know us by Because I'm like, okay, here's the credit card, honey. Like, I always just ignore what they're saying. We're buying all these clothes. And we just keep going back and they know who we are. They write our little name on our change room before we even get there they're like oh kelsey and lucy are here they're gonna share a change room they're gonna buy everything but they don't consign with us so whatever weirdos what do they do with all these clothes yeah then i found out what that meant i found out what having an account meant meant. yeah yeah consignment that's yeah yeah. anyways holy smokes we took one bag each what did we have okay i said please don't tell me how much money we have until we move to australia and i'll either buy clothes for australia or i'm gonna take the cash and all of the girls knew not to tell me and then one girl was like, oh yeah, you have like over a hundred dollars in your account. And I was like, stop it. Don't tell me. <laughs> I was like, oh. all of my old clothes that have been filling up my closet for no damn yeah. reason that I don't wear. I take off the hanger. And I we bought put them on from the clothing. Bar yeah, we anyway. bought them there anyway, <laughs> but I put them on and I'm like, oh, this doesn't look good. And then I throw it on my bed and then I yeah. wash it because I think it's dirty. And it's a cycle of never ending, never wearing. And then you and can take it back money. and then there you make money. bills hanging in your closet right now, guys. Yeah, dollar, dollar bills. Get rid of it. Take it in a garbage bag. Wash it first. Get all your gross hair off it. Make the perfume go and take it to the consignment store. Make some money and either buy yourself a damn outfit with the money or put it in your pocket <laughs> and also, buy yourself some chips. One tip. I'm not a thrifty. I love that you just like <laughs> threw the chips in there. <laughs> buy yourself chip. some chips. Kelsey <laughs> told me last night that she's like, I can make a bag of potato chips last me two days as she's like <laughs> munching on them. Has them all over her face. I was like, good they're, job, they're honey. not a small bag. It's a big bag. It's like a family size. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh. Um, the other day they were on special and we have like 25 bags. Anyway, wait, I have a tip because I don't have many thrifting tips, but this one is a good one. If you are thinking about taking an item of clothing to a consignment store, or you like actually think that like, no, I wear this, put it at like the front of your closet on this like separate little section for a week. And if you don't wear it in that week, then it's got to go. That's true. We started yeah, doing that. Because we did the Marie Kondo. That was kind of how this all started. And I was like, okay, we need to get rid of some of this stuff. But there's some items that you're like, you're not like, sure oh, on. I don't know. I love yeah. it, but I don't know. And it's like, okay, you have one week to wear it. If you do not wear it, yeah. it's going. And if you do wear it, you need to tell me if you loved wearing it or not. Yes. And then it's going. Because if you love it that much, but don't wear it, someone else can love we'll it. will love it. I love that. I love the yeah. fact that if I, do you know what I mean? I'm, there are things in my clothing bar pile to take to consign that I friggin' love and yeah. I, my airplane pants. I'm like, you know what? I went through a phase and I oh, loved them. Are they in the pile? Yes, doll, because oh. I love them and I love how much joy they brought they're me. They're really expensive However, pants. yeah, I, do, I bought them for $50 and then I Googled them and they're like $300. Anyways, yeah. I got enough out of them. Do you know you what I mean? And I'm okay. lots of airplanes with them. And I didn't actually get on any airplanes <laughs> with them. But they're good quality and they're, they're in good. perfect and shape. Someone is and it's be like, like, I am going to make someone's day. The, yeah. the feeling that I had when I scored those pants. I know. You someone came home, else. It was the middle of summer and she like put them on and they're like these baggy pants and she's sitting out on the patio in them, like loving them, Googling them showing me that they're $400 on this like Vogue model. I'm like, honey, I'm so happy for you, but like take them off, you're making me hot. (laughs) And also don't care about your stupid thrifting. So anyways, understand that when you feel joy, it's fine that that stops. Just let someone else feel joy with your clothing. And I just think that's one of those, it's like a good gift that keeps on giving. Oh, 
you know, some gifts are not good to keep You're giving. You're so cute. I know. I like helping other people. It, I've gotten yeah. rid of, so, I got like five pairs of I shoes. I can't believe that those I'm airplane away. pants are in the. I know. Here she is taking a hair tie out of the garbage. Oh, good But God. she's going to give her airplane pants to the clothing bar. Only because I know I make money <laughs> off of that. If I was throwing in the garbage, I would be able to you tell guys, you it's worth we it. We had like 3,000 bobby pins and 400 hair ties. And so we're just like purging stuff at this point. Some stuff's going to Valley Village. Some stuff's going to the clothing bar. We're like making all these piles. We are cleaning in like hustle mode around the house. Everything's going. Next thing. Oh, my favorite hair tie. And she's dumpster diving. And she <laughs> pulls out this black mangly hair tie. It's, not, like, it's in my hair. Oh, no, it's not. I wore it today. <laughs> I'm like, babe, gross. Let it go. It's the one around my arm. Ew, look at it. It is not mangly. <laughs> It is the perfect hair tie. It's not elastic. It's made out of fabric and it's super stretchy and it doesn't give me oh, any marks on my head. It's been That's covered why. in kidney bean juice because it was in the garbage with that. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Don't throw out my favorite hair tie. Then. I love you. Um, what else have we got to talk about? Because I am getting a little hungry. And where are we going tonight? We're going to the alumni sandwiches. We're going to get a sanger. A sanger. Anyways, we're just about finished here. So you can thrift clothes. Um, you can thrift shoes. Oh, I furniture. highly recommend it. But that's the other thing. I cut um, you off. Sorry. I think we talked I about it excited. a bit. I know. We <laughs> talked about it a bit um, in a previous episode uh, about like moving and moving in together and how we yeah. sold all of our stuff just to buy it. Yeah. But if you guys are looking for new furniture or you want to like revamp your bedroom, but you're like, oh, I don't actually deserve new bedroom furniture. You no, know, you're right. You probably don't. <laughs> you probably don't deserve a $1,200 couch to reorganize your living room. You, pr- you know what I mean? It's not necessary. But Facebook Marketplace is <laughs> the new thrifting, basically. Do you know it what I mean? Is. It it's is. It's like thrifting, but you can like... Stalk the people. Stalk the person. Whereas buying like a couch that's kind of old, but kind of not at Value Village or at Salvation Army or all this stuff is like, oh, you actually don't know what's been on it. But on Facebook Marketplace, like you can totally scope out these people who bought it or like who's selling it, what they're kind of like. Do you think that they're gross people? Would you want to buy their couch? What does their house look like? And you can <laughs> buy their furniture for a fraction of the friggin' price. Yeah. And if you're not, this is my thing about thrifting is don't look when you need it. Just look. Be okay to window shopping all the time until something comes up. And if it's like your dream couch comes on, not your dream couch, because I mean, come on. But I mean, <laughs> if a really nice couch comes up and you've been looking for a new couch and you want to re- redo some things and freshen up a bit, it's like if the couch comes up and you're looking at it and it's only $300 because someone's moving and mm-hmm. it needs to go now, you're winning. Buy the couch for $300, sell yours on Facebook Marketplace for $100, and you just got a brand new couch for $200. Boom. Boom. We'll take all the profits because Kelsey just t- gave you that advice. Yeah. But also, <laughs> we've driven around to some strange people's houses and been like, I'm going to buy your poof for $20. Yeah. But it's like, I wanted that poof. Yeah. Or our couch. We bought our couch for $100. <laughs> yeah. And our couch biggest thing ever. is the biggest, comfiest couch in the whole entire world. And is it, it was absolutely like $1,000 at the time because your brother has the same one. My brother has the same couch and I found that out too. But it's like, it's a very expensive couch, but yeah. we got it for $100 because this person was just like storing it in their garage and mm-hmm. didn't want it there anymore. And it's like, yeah. that's winning for us. Isn't that cray cray? So whatever you're looking for, um, look for it used, please. 
help some people out. <laughs> My thing is too, is like that hundred dollars maybe really helped that family. Exactly. That's the other thing too. Like, and it's a hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't actually really need yeah. it. It's not a huge value to me. But so I, think if I we can could support, help someone and yeah. I could then pay their bills by me getting a new couch versus yeah. me going to StreckTube and buying an yeah. $800 couch. It's like, they're going to make a lot of money off of couches. They don't need my money. Someone yeah. else locally does and I can help them. Totally. And I can buy their clothes and they can make 40% off of the t-shirt. And even if I only wear it three times, I take it back. Like, yeah, no, I think it's a great way to just be like supporting local economy too. Like, yes, maybe sometimes it's not necessarily always a business, but you can still support other people in your community that live like around the corner from you because you can just like buy their stuff. Then they can use the money that they got to buy something else from someone else. Like it's Mm kind of like this weird, all goes around. In our wedding stuff. Yeah. It's like we have some things left over from our wedding that it's like, okay, we could give it to a friend who's going to get married and we could, <laughs> you know, plan out where the best value is to where we could give this. And I was like, or we could freaking just take it back to Valley Village. We didn't get it there, but like we could take it yeah. to Valley Village and, and some make couple, someone's day because yeah. the amount of times that I walked around Valley Village just hoping that something yeah. would pop out of me. And then you find this adorable, like just married sign or whatever. It's like, that's going to make someone so that's happy. That's going to make some like, bride decor so that happy. I got for $3 and it's like, go. Like, yeah, like go we thrifted it. all of our d- decor. Yeah for like $50 because yeah. we weren't in a hurry. We didn't need it. We didn't really have a specific thing yeah. in it. Instead and we got of, it from the Salvation Army who hates gay people. Yeah, and, but you know what? I was <laughs> and like, we were like, look at all our stuff for our gay wedding. Yeah, so that, that was kind of interesting. But at the same time, I needed those things and I, I don't mind thrifting. And I, it's yeah. fine, whatever. The people working at the store don't necessarily hate gay people. So I was like, not to be Absolutely. mean, but they like, loved us. I need to go. Yeah, they loved us. And I was like, wait, that's very confusing. But you know what? Our wedding was cheap and I loved yeah. it. So thrift your life away, please. Could you thrift your Would life you? away? Um, looking forward. We're moving to Australia. Yeah. Which you we are excited about. I'm so excited we? about. So maybe if you want to make me feel better about Someone myself, ask me about it. About Australia, guys. Or come say, on. hey, we done it podcast. I think that you should do an episode on blah, 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 blah. And I'll be like, oh, great idea. And I'll probably do it because your ideas are better than mine, I think, at this point. So oh, let me know don't. what you think. Let me know what you want. We're moving to Australia and I cannot. In I, two months. Did you know that I lay, you did know this, but no one listening knows this. But sometimes I lay awake at night thinking about our apartment and the clothes that I'm going to wear. But what do I sometimes catch you just looking at on your phone? I'm not done my story. So I'm <laughs> laying awake at night. I'll tell that part after thinking about our apartment. And I'm like imagining myself. Cause I know there's like three thrift shops <laughs> on our street <laughs> in Australia. Could- <laughs> I've been there before. Also, it's not like I had to Google map. I was like, there is the equivalent of a Valley village, at least four blocks away. Yeah, she's been there. in there. I've been in there and it's <laughs> I was four like, blocks I away from our house. I've been in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Anyway, so that's what I think about at night. That's what keeps me up in the day is like the idea of furnishing our apartment and how different our life will be and could be and I could Mm -hmm. create whatever I want because I can thrift it and I don't want to buy new furniture. I want to just wait to see what I find. And we'll thrift it and then guess where it's going when we want to move somewhere else. Back to the thrift store. But I also don't think that we're going to move in and be like, oh, we need to furnish our house right now. It's like, no, just walk around and if you find something at the thrift store that you love, bring it home and slowly your house will come together. And this is just going to be a little plug because remember, Remember my Kismet House people? Yes. And Mr. Kismet House? He loves you. Yeah, they love me. Don't make it weird. Okay. I talk they to her love too. You. I think yeah. you want her to love you more. Well, I talk to her about Botox sometimes <laughs> and about how. Really? Has yeah. she had it? Yeah. Okay. But she says not because she doesn't Should feel beautiful. Give them a shout she out does. Right now? Yeah. Hey, hey, Mr. Kismet House and Kismet House, we're talking about you on our podcast. <laughs> and we're talking about thrifting and basically your hashtag of home takes time. 
Okay, I don't so know they, anything about this, so fill me in. They have this thing about like home takes time, and they do a lot of home decor, home renos, la di da. But their whole thing is is like don't expect perfection right away. Like building your home and making it what you want it to be is going to take time. So when we move to Australia, that's going to kind of be our thing. It's like our home isn't going to just be put together right away, and it shouldn't because then I don't think that it's really true to who you are. I think that things like mm-hmm. that should take time and they're starting this movement online. So if you want to go hashtag home, take t- home takes time and you're going to see a lot of people, you know, like painting their bathroom and putting on new doorknobs because they're like, okay, <laughs> I, I can't maybe renovate my whole house, but I can start doing little things here and there that are going to make me happier. So I can't even, I can find Mr. Kismet house, but what's hers? Kismet house. K-I-S-M-E-T. Yeah, weird. Kismet house. Anyway. Oh, does she have a cute little photo where she's sitting with her um, Kismet underscore house? Yeah, I think probably. Okay. Definitely. I found her. You yeah. Guys should make sure you go follow her. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that. I think if you have time, I mean, if you're super against people's old stuff, then thrifting's not for you in this and episode. And what was the hashtag like, again? Sorry, honey. Home takes time. Home takes time. Yeah. So yeah, if you think thrifting is gross and this episode wasted your time, you're never going to go buy anything because you like the idea of spending $100 in a t-shirt. Good for you. Really happy for you. Love you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Some people wow, are really like that. She's sassing. I'm really passionate about thrifting. Yeah. But I think that like if that's, if someone doesn't know how to thrift and they do feel like their only option is to go and spend that. Like, I think that the education piece is important, but just knowing how I used to be, I didn't know how to thrift. You so also thought it was gross and didn't I want to. I still kind of do. Like, we go to Valley Village and I don't touch anything. Yeah, yeah Valley Village is kind of gross, but you bring it home and you wash it. But it's like, it that still was kinda kind of grosses of- me out, though. Like, I don't love it. Like, I lo- the clothing buy, I don't even think twice because I feel like I know the sort of people that are, like, dropping their stuff off there and shopping yeah. there. But for whatever reason, the va- like, Valley Village stuff, even after a wash, I'm kind of like, eh. Like, it still has a little bit of a gross-ish feel to me. Not fully, like, oh, this is brand new. I don't know. I don't know okay, how to explain that. Okay, so I apologize that. for offending you if I told you you were hoity-toity and needed a $90 t-shirt at all times. That's not entirely what I meant. It's just that... Some people aren't going to be into it based solely on the fact of the grossness or mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, they like brand name and they like labels and they yeah. want to rip the damn tag off. And do you know what I mean? There are people out there I think what you're trying like to say that. is that, like, it's an option that we often don't even think about. And it's something that I think we should think about way more because we just, like, go and we buy and we don't, like, you know, we see it online and ad pops up, we buy. And it's, like, just maybe, like, even taking that second to be, like, okay, like, could I get this somewhere else? Like, True. Yep. Could I? That's a nicer way to put it. And maybe the things that you're buying at the mall because you have a favorite store or a favorite whatever, it's like maybe you don't actually know that that could be thrifted. Exactly. Because, yes, it's maybe not at Valley Village and you're 90% of the things at Valley Village you would never even touch. Mm-hmm. But it's like things like the clothing bar or the carry there's, a bu- there's a bunch in Calgary who are like high end. Yeah, like Lululemon. Like some, some places like will advertise that they only carry certain brands. So it's like, you know, you could go and spend $90 on a brand new sports bra at Lululemon or you could, you know, go to a thrift store that carries a bunch of Lululemon. Like I know a bunch of them in Calgary yeah. that do and you can get amazing sports bras and things like yeah, that. Yeah, even leggings. It's like I have my favorite pair of Lululemon leggings and I think I bought them for $30 and yeah. they have one little tiny hole in the knee and other than that, it's like they're... They last. Yeah. So I just saved a whole... They have a hole in the knee? Yeah, like a little tiny... like I've never seen it. Yeah, because it's so small. But it's like for being used and, you know, a little bit of wear and tear, you've saved, you know, $80, $90 though. 
And so if you're not those type of people, cool. I don't hate you. Mm-hmm. I just think that maybe there's an education piece and I doesn't would, hate you. She's just judge you. Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe I, you want to go shopping and I could show you yeah. different ways to find those items. And if you absolutely that hate people, it, yeah. then awesome. Then I think that's you where can, people struggle. Cause like, honestly, even now that I am so more, so much more educated on consigning in general, if I didn't have you, I probably still wouldn't like have great success there. And I would find myself defaulting back to like, you know, the stores because, or like the malls, because I don't have a lot of skill in those consigning situations. And so I think that like, it's awesome that you want to help people and educate people. But like, maybe if you're not sure of what to do, find someone that you know that consigns a lot and like ask them to go with you. Because yeah. if they consign a lot, they like it and they yeah. will take you. It's fun. <laughs> and... Birds of a feather flock together. Eventually, There's consigners. They're, they're onto something. We're onto something. It's the <laughs> way of the world. Okay, so should we go consign some sandwiches or? No, we should just go straight up, buy them at full price and <laughs> eat them. And they, then what are we doing? Oh, uh, guess what launched G- on Netflix today? Mm, I'm not telling mm, you because I'm not mm, overly excited mm, about mm, it. Why don't you mm, tell it? Mm, mm, ooh, ah, he, the Taylor Swift documentary. <laughs> I listen to her playlist all day. I've got her perfume on right now and I am so so excited i'm gonna go get some snacks after our um dinner date and then i'm gra- i'm cracking snacks after I'm dinner cracking the tv down guys i'm bringing the tv i'm setting it up no laptop style for this we are lights out bowl of <laughs> you're snacks. gonna be like sitting right next to it like oh a my kid god who's i'm never- so excited i watched the first 30 seconds because i couldn't just like <laughs> i needed to know like what sort of style this was gonna be and 30 seconds i just saw her cat crawling across crawling her on the piano, piano as she's like talking about and deep she stuff. has the same ponytail as me right oh, now come on she probably dumps the dive for her scrunchie yeah just so it would match her hair mm, taylor i love you i've traveled all over the world for your concert i thought you said kayla i love you and i was like <laughs> taylor taylor and t-swiss with that note is there anything else that you'd like to say honey um if anyone finds out about taylor swift playing in australia let us know yes because we're not on top of it she's so not if- releasing her tour dates okay. i'm on top of it don't you worry <laughs> I know, but if someone's more on top of it, if Taylor's yeah. coming, let us know and maybe we'll fly to Amsterdam or maybe we'll fly I whatever. Need we to need know. to see Taylor Swift, apparently. I need to know her 2020 dates. And Lucy's just- seen her a million times. I have never, and apparently <laughs> I'm not good enough yet. Fun fact. Fun fact. I saw her when she played and like opened for certain bands when I she wasn't know. even big. With Ed Sheeran. True fan. Oh, I knew Ed Sheeran before. I didn't know him, but he <laughs> opened for her one time before he was famous. And then I was like one of the only people watching. And you bought her perfume at her concert yeah, because- with and, the t-shirts. Yeah, wasn't it like a $500 more expensive than it normal? Was like it, was, ex- <laughs> it hadn't gone to the shelves yet. And I was like, I need it. They didn't How even let us smell you? it. Oh, I was like 22. <laughs> Yeah, because it was the concert when she had that song, 22. I don't know about you. Yeah, that doesn't mean you were 22. But, yeah, but I sung it because I was 22. I think I was dating you when this happened because you came <laughs> home. And you had driven home from Edmonton with Scott. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that you I were bought. not 22 because right now you're 28 and I have not known you for seven years. <laughs> okay, well, I did see her a different time when I was 22 then. You were like 25. Then, yeah, I was 25 when I bought the perfume. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we love you and I'm going to go eat myself a... Uh, um, I think I found a sandwich that I want. And I what think does it's, it want? I think it's going to be a Reuben. Did you already look? Yeah. Oh. Mm. Mm, maybe they we'll have ha- really good apple pie. Apparently it's the best apple pie in Calgary. Okay, maybe we'll go half, half on a sanger. A sanger, a sanger, a sanger. Okay. Short for sandwich. See you later, guys. Love you.
Once again, we love you guys so much. We appreciate you for tuning in and supporting us. If you like what you heard here and you want more of this laughter, subscribe to this podcast. In the meantime, don't forget to head over to Instagram at Kelsey and Lucy. Check us out. Show us some love. Send a DM because we cannot wait to connect with you. All right. Bye-bye.